You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. y'all here <laughs> i know why they can't go nowhere else y'all keep coming back to this bullshit <laughs> hey y'all it's a new week same shit hello <laughs> this shit crazy <laughs> new week same me hello i'm sorry this is the titties and tacos <laughs> oh yeah let them know where they at girl titties titties like double d's titties and tacos podcast i am your host sparkle I am Tina D. And today's episode is brought to you by the letter F. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, is that where we're starting today? Is that you? Is that, have we switched? Is it F for Freaky Friday? What's happening? I wish. What is happening? I don't know. I don't know. This she is came just, out this bitch like, fuck yeah. Listen, last, the energy on E Bitches was, in the front, party in the back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, actually. Time actually exactly right might live by that exactly no he was a he didn't had a had a the up tempo and i was tired of it so i listened to it i'm like you know what i'm kicking doors down for letter f oh okay cool (laughs) are you the gestapo bitch first of all you making jokes about things that may or might may or may not be true y'all keep fucking with gretchen Thinking that she won't right. pin you or house arrest you right. to your house, put electric fence up. All these people, she just been elevating, just keeps escalating, escalating. But you know what? Sometimes you gotta slow it down. Like you know, I love oh, yeah, I no. love turn up music, but sometimes you gotta throw the mint condition I mean, on. Like was, you gotta you gotta slow it down. It, it was the mood I was in at the time. I'm just saying. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had we had things we had to say. I think right. we got things we gotta say today, but this shit is gonna come out a whole oh, lot. Yeah, different. That's the thing. Like I gave you one of like proper reverence and respect of the thing. Absolutely. This week, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Cause the letter is F. We'll turn it down. Yeah. F is always one of my favorites, normally because um you can just say fuck a whole bunch of times and yeah. it'd be super relevant you for no reason. You know what? I should go back and look. I feel like each of my F's has included has had started with fuck. <laughs> really? Has it always been fuck? I, I know, know one of them was like, wasn't it like one was fuck, fuck boys? Oh yeah, one was fuck boy. These are mine. I remember the first one was fuck boys. I should go back and the look. The second it's was not like we got this extensive catalog. I mean, I can't right? True. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, we're, it's only you know. Two, hello, our hot dozen. How are you? <laughs> it's only two previous ups. If we can get a baker's dozen this year, we on a roll. Oh, shut up! Right, that'd be fantastic. Share the podcast, Also, a bitch feel like a baker's dozen. I really been want fiending. <laughs> oh, look at F just coming through. <laughs> look I at been, all these Fs. I've been fiending uh-huh. for some chocolate chip cookies without the chocolate chips because I don't like chocolate chips. I just like the good They cookie. make them crispy bitches like that. There's the like who? these, there's, there's some company that makes like a very thin, crispy chocolate chip cookie with no chocolate chips in it. It looks like the dumbest shit ever made. Yeah, I don't want, but I don't like them hard. I like soft batch cookies. I, I'm i still trying I mean, to I figure out. I like it hard, but y'all know what I mean. Oh, so. gosh. <laughs> but it was me. But it was me. <laughs> you know what came out the gate? Like, fuck yeah, what up? 
I mean, that's just, also I'm, how like, I what feel. What they say, match your energy. I'm oh, trying you just, to match your you energy. You're just rolling with it, then. Huh? Yes, I rolling see. with my homies. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, not, that's listen, fine. They're the same age we are. Okay. Yeah. Right. Ain't nobody on this bitch who don't know where that came from. Oh, man, I've been trying to actually find that specific movie too. On what, like on a on, on a, a streaming on some streaming thing? I was just had the urge to like watch it, and it was something. you can find it on some. I mean, I know I can find right. it on something. <laughs> I was just like trying to see if there was like a legit version floating around. It oh, ain't. Nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, I can tell you what you can find it oh, on. No, no, but, no. Uh, I mean, I can get that myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today's episode is brought to you by the letter F. It is, and yes. I guess I have the. Yeah, taco, I was getting I? ready to say, guess who taco it ain't? <laughs> guess ain't. who taco it ain't? <laughs> yeah, well, it, damn. it ain't my taco. <laughs> I'm actually really um proud of this taco. I actually have a taco. I'm feeding <gasps> folks today. Oh shoot! Yes, it is. I just felt like people didn't even need to eat no more. Like, you know, how much so more do you need to? I eat? I thought about it, and I'm like, well, if we do need to eat, what the fuck do we need to be eating? Okay, fair enough. And. I decided that we should all probably be eating some low carb shit. Because oh. niggas probably been hitting that pantry five or six times a day. Oh, you fancy. Just eating shit for no reason. I saw somebody, I saw a meme where somebody, it was somebody opened up the refrigerator door and it was a sign in there that said, You ain't hungry, you bored. <laughs> Yeah. Close this damn door. Yeah. Fair I was enough. like, you know what? Oh, that's me. That's fair enough. And I didn't gain more. I didn't gain more fucking weight. So now I'm trying to lose more fucking weight. Mm-hmm. And it's a fucking struggle. So it is. Um, I woke up. This this is how this is how today's eating went. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because to me, the only thing that I can really do at this point is to just like walk out the kitchen. Like I just got to just like not. Okay. <laughs> I just don't don't fucking walk right. in there no more. I need right? steel doors where you enter a passcode or, or some something. shit. Man, if I needed a passcode to yeah. get into my kitchen, yeah. I would be a whole My lazy ass wouldn't even try. I'd be so skinny. No, exactly. So anyway, so I've been running this sort of brain game with myself. Mm-hmm. But then when I finally went in there, I'm looking at stuff. We got plenty of stuff. Thank God we have food and all that jazz. I made myself a peanut butter and apple butter sandwich. Okay. Peanut butter and apple butter. Girl. Okay. It was I'm with so it. good. I'm oh with it. Goodness. That sounds good. It was yeah. so good. You know, I like them different fruity butters. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was from Blake's Apple Orchard here. Oh, oh girl. What? Girl, it was the best oh, thing you I've had ever made. Good, good apple yeah. butter. Girl, I found it at Meyer. I'm like, Word? what? the fuck that's why i bought it oh i didn't need that i literally <laughs> bought it at my i know it's fine. Oh, i didn't need to know that it was fine it was a it was a way out Meyer though it wasn't one of the, I'm, the close ones I'm, one of my white girl sandwiches is um peanut butter and banana sandwich oh yeah you did so i can mix that with the apple butter gross that bitch will slap disgusting toast your bread yikes mm-hmm. anyway so i make this first then and so i said you know what you know how that you had that question, like you're gonna make one sandwich, you're gonna make two sandwiches, right? Nope. So I made my <laughs> <laughs> Nope. You know what? I ain't never asked myself that. Nope. Never mind. You're right. So I said to myself, You not about to make these two sandwiches. That's actually how it went. Oh. It wasn't like it wasn't like, oh, do you want to? No, clearly you I did. You told yourself you weren't gonna make two sandwiches. Exactly. So I just made the one sandwich you know what and you called could myself. Do if you wanted to like just like not explain nothing tri- to nobody just triple decker so i wasn't gonna say yep yeah no i was gonna, just thought. gonna say get some sub bread but yeah yeah no so i've done both things get, anyway. get you some french bread just cut it down the middle can't nobody tell you shit no they can't i'm <laughs> grown i'm an adult you an adult i bought you a grown woman i bought this apple who gonna butter. 
check you, boo. <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to check myself before I literally <laughs> wreck myself. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, so I made that and I only made one. I said, Brianna, just make one and put the uh put the knife in the dishwasher. Don't make no more. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So I did that. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. So now I'm sitting around, finished the sandwich, like it was bomb. It was delicious. Bitch, I don't you didn't even tell me what was on it and it sound good. <laughs> it was just it was just peanut butter and apple butter. That's but it? it was so good. It was you like, a, like okay. I didn't put anything I didn't need nothing else. It was real good bread. It was delicious. Oh. So I finished eating that and I'm like, okay. That's enough be done Girl, my feet beating fell off my body with this <laughs> diabetes <laughs> so then i'm like okay you know what you don't need to go get another snack just get like an orange right mm-hmm. so i've been trying for whatever first snack of the day so right at the top oh, of the no. morning i'm like when go you get got a number them bitches, <laughs> you in trouble. i'm like for the first time you want a snack today just start with some freaking fruit or something don't be going uh, for these chips girl i you started with me. an ice cream sandwich the other day well, you i'm know, like it's downhill you know here. salt is my thing and i can't do it i, I need oh, to keep yeah. my blood pressure down and i'm yeah. like i can't i can't do this right so, you saw i'm sugar yes that's mm-hmm, exactly mm-hmm, what it is mm-hmm. so i'm like okay you know what just go get some orange so i eat two oranges right I'm like okay you're done okay. right and i leave okay i leave <laughs> rapidly out the kitchen i come back to go talk to my mama or whatever she in there whatever i'm talking i'm literally talking to her about god knows what moseying around next thing i know i have a finished pear in my hand not okay. i ate a pear but the core, I have a pear core in my hair. Like, I don't even remember but that's at what good. point I ate the pear. It could be worse. That's good. It could be worse. And it has been worse. But this is what I have to do now. Nigga, let me tell you something. I done bought them little at-home mm-hmm. nacho cheese cups. <gasps> Bitch, I done made so many AMC nachos. So, this is the thing. <laughs> so this is what I've done now. So this Jalapenos and everything. Them bitches slap. Girl, I'm like, nigga, you going to die. <laughs> when I tell you, so the first, like the first two or three weeks of quarantine, I had every snack that I wanted. Like, yep. every snack I yeah, wanted. That's what my I'm pantry like, looks like a, right now. It, I'm like, it's the end of the world. I don't care. That's what I told myself. <laughs> <laughs> I bought every snack I wanted. So I had so many variety of chips. I had tortilla chips. I had the lightly salted plain chips. I had lightly salted wavy chips. I had, oh, you had, all, you had I a chip had, collection, I had you? a chip collection yep, and pretzels, like you. right? The chips. I had all of them. And I had a package of Oreos. Okay. I only needed one pack. Mm-hmm. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Right? And so two weeks went by and it was all gone. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch. So then you start from ground zero and you make better choices, right? Yeah. This is No, that's actually what happened. The choice, though, that I had to figure out, because the next week I bought just one bag. I'm like, okay, that'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I ate that bag in two days. And I said, you know what? You have lost all your snack So you know what? I'm about to lose my wine privileges. <laughs> <laughs> I lost all my snacks. I ain't privileges. been going through shit food wise, really. No. But I've been fucking, I've been killing bottles of wine. This is the thing. So I after had that, white, red, so that was Chardonnay, Melbeck, Merlot, right? So Cabernet, everything. All of that. So by grocery store trip number three, I had just decided I'm not allowed to buy myself snacks no more. 
Like, period. I'm just not <laughs> buying myself any snack. If they're not in the house, I can't eat them. Fair enough. So today, the reason that the pear was gone before I realized it is because ain't no more snacks for me But that's in good. The house. That's good. That's there ain't good. no more snacks. My, girl, my granddaddy dropped, knocked on my door about four hours ago and dropped off nothing but grocery bags of snacks. Yikes. Big ass family size bags of Doritos. I can't do it. Juice boxes, ice cream sandwiches. And I was just like, well, here's where I die. Yeah, I mean, and that's also fine because the this thing is where is, I'm gonna die. The thing is, I've done all this to put all these good safeguards in place for myself, right? But me and boyfriend have a one day of a week we alternate houses mm-hmm. and actually see each other, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. that's the best we can do in this, mm-hmm. right? So the thing is, he always asks whether I'm coming over there or he's coming over here. He always is asks, that to balance out something. like y'all dying together? What do you mean? It's like we're gonna be exposed to the same shit. Yeah. Like again, because if this happened next year, I need us to just be on the it's same like, shit. Like I need You're us right. to have the same sort of baseline germs <laughs> in general. I feel like you orchestrated this. I did. Okay. I made this up. This is great. That makes all the sense. It works. But the thing is, whether he's coming to my house or I'm going over to his, he always asks, he like, Well, what do you want? So I always tell him a different snack. He always brings a snack. So once a week, I do get a snack. Okay. Which is awesome. The only way. Because you're a toddler. Because <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> because this is the game that I have to play with myself Ooh, now because I, have, I can't handle it. I have all the snacks in the world right now, and all I do is eat. I don't even eat anymore. I take these goalie um, ACV gummies, and they suppress <sighs> your appetite is a is a um, side effect of taking them. Okay. And Has that worked? Because I'm, well, I'm not taking them for appetite suppression. It just does. Okay. And so um, I just drink wine. Yikes. Yeah. And you know, normally, <laughs> if you've noticed Yikes though, during right. this whole thing, normally I'm like super on you. Like, what are you doing? Why are you I'm so glad ain't nobody. At, well, I shouldn't say ain't nobody. Two of my best friends have been actively feeding me. They drop food off at my porch because well, one comes to feed the other one, but she has to pass my house to get to her house. Oh, that's nice. So she drops me off food when that's she good. takes the other one food. So that's good. That's how I've been really eating. Well, I'm glad you're eating something, but you know when everybody's like, oh, protect your, your mental space mm-hmm. or whatever. I Oh, you had to protect your mental space by not asking me if I I'm eating? I can't ask I do you. not even blame you. I, I really can't. And just for the folks wondering, yes, I feed my child. I feed her daily. Oh, she, I she will cook for well, her, but I will not cook for myself. I, I've watched I'm happen. not making two fucking meals. No. So I'll just drink wine while she eats her dinner. And that baby really eats so well and so healthily. That and she's a fucking vegetarian, really. Yeah, she don't she eat is. meat. She doesn't so, really like meat. You know, I'm like, mm-mm. Ain't it's easier to feed her than me. No, nah, hell no. <laughs> nope. And when I make meat, she don't put, she just wastes it. So I'm just like, nope, never mind. Yeah. But, but yeah, but my taco. Oh, girl. We 14 minutes in. <laughs> hey, y'all, listen, we had stuff we needed to get off our chest, okay? <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Pull up a chair, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us at the nacho car what you've been eating. Bring some wine. Um, oh, yes. And some chips. Taco. Because okay, yeah. of everything we just said, mm-hmm. I decided to choose a healthier taco. Okay, that makes sense. It is a turkey taco lettuce cup. Oh, okay, I've seen these. Yeah, and <laughs> it was super cute. You know, I know some of those words. You know, I stopped. You know, I stopped eating beef. Yes, I um, know that. so you know, I use the ground turkey or whatever, mm-hmm. and I you know mix the season taco seasons in some chicken broth and a couple other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically the whole premise of this is using the crunchy romaine lettuce uh, mm-hmm. leaf as your taco base. 
Okay. And that way you're not eating, you know, the flour tortilla or, or corn shell or whatever. You're eating just, you know, veggie and putting healthy shit on it. So your red onions, tomatoes, oh. uh, avocado, you know, that kind of shit to kind of keep you it lighter and healthier. Healthy things on it. So yes. Yeah, so you use a healthy base. No, so you use a healthy base. And cheese right, and sour cream exactly. on it. So that's you, exactly what I thought. I'm like, no, oh, that lettuce no, no, should no. be bad once you put the sour cream no, on it. No, you use the <laughs> that healthy. That lettuce should be cool. Yeah. <laughs> No, you use a healthy base and then you add healthy toppings to I it. I mean, that's good. So, I yeah. mean, as long as you're not over here spelling out, um, what was that shit that Tab had? The, that carrot Girl, bacon. Nobody know carrot bacon. And it looked good. It, can we just call it carrot, carrot crunchy strips or something? Yes. It was the bacon where she lost everybody. I like the seasons that she mixed together she and, lost, and put it in there. The maple she, syrup and the garlic and all of that. She lost and gained everybody she in did. that one thing. She really did. Like, everybody had such a good time telling her this ain't it. Exactly. That, and then you just realize you just gone. You, you just, just here really to have, now. You just, you just to watch here whatever else she to do. have a good time with Tab. Yes. <laughs> and I've shared her on the uh, oh, yeah, at the yeah, natural cart. So, yeah. Time. She has a good uh, recipe for a lettuce wrap taco as well. Okay. Maybe I'll share like, hers. It's, um. It's a while back. I think she did it with like Tasty or some okay. BuzzFeed people. But she she has one that she did and it was full tab doing the lettuce wraps. It was cute. Okay. I'll share that then. Yeah. Well, today's episode is brought to you by the letter F. Yeah, we still got topics. <laughs> we do. We promise. We promise. We still going to do a regular show, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I think you go first. Oh, dang. I sure do. You sure do. Oh. As I sit here and eat my lettuce cup. Oh yeah. <laughs> guess who? Owns? And listen, you feel free. I definitely can go first. You know what's really not sad is cup. not only do I not have a you know lettuce cup, Y'all hear but the cork. what I what I do have is because <laughs> I heard the cork. <laughs> more wine. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> wow. Anywho, come on. I'm baby. just jealous. I left my whiskey at home. Anyway. So my F is for dun, 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 fuck it. Wow. Honestly, we we should have seen that coming. Guys. Hold on, no, listen. It's a full title. Oh, it's fuck it colon. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the only way I successfully have gotten anything done. How is this different than your eating? Who's my E? Everything is fine. <laughs> That's different than fuck it. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you how. Stay here. <laughs> please, please do. You know, side note, I don't know why this feels relevant, but it, it just does. Okay. I was doing homework with my daughter today. Oh, and, this is definitely relevant. And I said to her, I said, oh, my God, you got everything right. You get 100%. You got an A++. She going to say, and we reach 500 subscribers. <laughs> what? I was like, excuse me. Oh, no, girl. Excuse me. Yikes. So, yeah, I feel like y'all are always one in the same with y'all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we be on it. Let me tell you. But no, so I would like to explain the utility in a, in anything and getting to the point of doing anything where you're just like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. That is a pivotal and crucial point of literally any successful thing I've got done. Okay. Because there always comes a point where you're just really working on some shit, right? Whatever it is, because everybody has their different things that they're doing. Right. So, like, for me personally, it was, like, putting together this nonprofit. Or 
deciding to take the job I have versus doing residency, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? There was a, there always comes this junction, right? Where I don't actually know how this shit is going to play the fuck out. Ooh, child. Right? Have no Ooh, fucking child. clue. Okay? No clue. I done prayed about it. I done sought wise counsel. Done all the right things. Research it. Write it down. All of that shit that every right. successful person tells you to do. Like, you know, look it up. Get your numbers together. Put a thing together. Blah, blah, blah. All the shit. In reality... <laughs> What I have learned is in reality, the most crucial point for a person like myself that can get really stuck in, well, what if this happens or what if this happens or I don't have enough to do this. I'm not qualified to do X, Y, and Z. Why would I do this? Why would I try this? Shouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. It is critical for me to get to the near the end and be like, you know what? (laughs) Fuck it. Because at the moment I get that level of gumption and it's a hard F, Mm -hmm. okay, about a thing and just decide to go with God crispy. Go with God crispy. (laughs) Yes. There is something about that moment in time where you just decide (laughs) that you just going to go. Just just I'm just going to fucking go. And there is a lightness that just a weight that gets lifted off of you. You decide to put some shit out there. <laughs> Go. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to just do it. Yes. Right? Yes. But the thing about it, so there's two really important elements for me in this fuck it mode. Okay? A, I have to have first tried every single thing that I can do for that thing. Okay? If I haven't done all that, me saying fuck it is now a premature fuck it moment. This is just me being angry if I haven't completed all the things that there are that I know I can do. Okay. This is not including all the external factors that you can't control. I can't control who decides to give me grant money. I can't control who wants to partner with me, but I can reach out to those people and try to do those things. Okay. You can only do what you can do. I can only do what I can do. So the key thing is you have to have done everything. Yeah, You got to take the first step. Whatever the first step is, you got to do the first. You got to do that. The second thing is to truly know and believe in whatever your higher power is. Mine is Jesus. So at that point, I'd be like, well, sir, here it is. I've done everything. And I once I have those two elements and then I wake up the next day and I'm presented with are you going to do this? Are you going to press publish on this website that you've touched 60 billion times? You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Turn it on. We're going to do it live. Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> but the thing about it is when I've had all those, anytime that I've done that and I've had those two other important components behind it, those are the only places where I've had successes. Yep. That's it. Yep. All the other stuff that I tried because I had go a fucking with God, Chris, I that, that is it. Go with God. And your your topic should be fucking go with God, Chris. <laughs> That's really what it is. Because um, any other time where I've really tried to like map some shit out and mm-hmm. have this sort of plan for how this should go, I remember mm-hmm. being in the eighth grade and knowing exactly what year I graduate from med school. That shit. Oh, honey. <laughs> if I could go back, you know how people's like, oh, you know, if I could go back and talk to like 
uh, you know, eighth grade middle school me, I would tell them like this, that, and the third. The only thing I would tell eighth grade Brianna is like, bitch, 2012 don't mean Buckle shit up, to you. Bitch. <laughs> 2012 is not a mark a non-marquee year you might as well take that shit remember, right on nigga, down i remember when i was like i ain't never having no fucking kids i'm gonna travel the remember world that? and be the auntie to send shit back yeah Damn. yeah exactly that's laid plans you know but and it's it's not to you know while in all the shit i was wrong about it's just to understand that right that's just not how success has worked for me at least i i can't speak for nobody else but success looks like trying a bunch of shit as much shit as you can do and then eventually being like fuck it let's go <laughs> like all aboard the fucking train <laughs> let's just like, what? fucking do it like fuck i'm it, serious yeah. like <laughs> every single thing like the job that i have now has morphed rapidly mm-hmm. over in like last year mm-hmm. right i was just going to job to the job and honestly being surprised every time they decide to pay me to do something that comes very naturally to me i don't understand I remember the first job remember, remember the first project i worked with them and i was like i don't know if they really gonna pay me or not dog like i don't know i went out there <laughs> I did what they asked me to do and I came home. Like, I was so shocked. When I got paid for that, because there was no more words and I just felt like, well, I hope they do it. (laughs) Nigga, when they dropped that check in my account, which at that point was the largest check I had seen in my life because I was very poor, guys. It wasn't the the largest check ever. It was just the largest check my broke ass had ever seen <laughs> at one time. All at once. Nigga, I ain't paid no taxes off of that. That shit really bit me in the ass. She paid all the taxes, <laughs> NSA. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I paid them eventually. I just oh, didn't pay. Okay. No, no, no. Like, mm-hmm. when it came time to... Oh, no. I don't fuck with the government money. <laughs> Y'all niggas ain't coming for me. That's like going... That's it. The Me paying taxes is the same reason why I don't play blackjack like in the casino because mm-hmm. i can't stand you just taking my oh, money girl. like you know they just yeah, when they, they just, just like, yeah they just they take just, a little thing they just and they pull they it just towards rake them it, yeah they rake it towards them no thank you that shit made me want to slap somebody or jump exactly. over the table exactly it makes me very upset yeah, i can't I know do I it either it but i can't do for it for that reason exactly so i don't play any of the cards because i played like the slot oh i love playing the slot i play the slot just like a fun little little game but watching it because i gave the slot machine this money right I didn't set it in a neutral space. And, and then you For you to take took it. it. That's true. Yeah. I didn't hand it to you. Right. Like I would feel better if after I lose a hand, I was like, able to just give it to you. you. <laughs> I owe you this now. No. You, you just robbed me. I feel robbed. I know I lost the hand. I know I bust. I know I got twenty six. Okay. I know what it is. What I'm saying is chill and let me hand it to you next right. Friday. Right. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. neither here nor there. I don't play. I treat the IRS the same way. Now, whenever I get what's your cut first, you can get so that. So I can have my money and know it's all mine. No, what make it my is. make my move. Honestly, they get paid second. Jesus get paid first because he yeah. really hooked that up. And then after that, I'm like, okay, what's what's y'all? Everybody right. take everybody take your cut so I know what money I real get really have. Yeah, like that's fine. But anyway, um, but even with this job in the last year. I um was set up in a position to get really close with my boss. And so that was nice. 
turns out she's a super super fucking dope person so that really helps also black women woman so that also really helps <laughs> got really fucking lucky on that front don't know what i would do if yes, that's not did. the case but regardless at some point in this uh we had like you know a few projects towards the end of 2019 but then at the top of 2020 we had this really big one and so me being just you know a nice person i was just like oh can i uh you know help you with this or that just figuring that i was just offering you know my services do some little clerical thing whatever take some of the load off of her because it's a very small tight-knit group of company right Mm -hmm. um then like the way the stuff like works, she asked me to do like more things that were definitely not my, I go to work, I leave work and that's how work goes. Like that's <laughs> normally how I go. I go in, I do the job that you asked me to do and then I go home. That's normally how I do it. Like, you know, I go there, go back to my hotel, go to sleep, wake up, do it the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, So increasingly as I was just, I thought I'm just helping her with, you know, like some paperwork. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Turns into not exactly that. Like she's like, oh, can you uh, maybe do this thing? And I'm like, hmm, this thing that would then mean that I have to engage with my coworkers on a level that I do not like to engage with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Because in general, I just don't want nothing. Like I, it's not that they're terrible people. They're fine. <laughs> but I just want to work and I just, you know, do the work, go right. home. And I have friends at home, so I don't need to make right. them here. Right. Or whatever. So that's how I've been living. And I've been doing this successfully. Like January 2020, there were so many people that had met me for the first time. And I've been working with this company for three years. That's crazy. It was lovely. Um, it's all to shit now, cause everybody, yeah, everybody know. <coughs> People know too much. Mm-hmm. God oh, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but anyway, I remember like the first day that uh, my my friend boss <laughs> asked me to do her a solid and handle some things at one. And we were working two sites at the same time, so she asked me handle something at one at the site I was going to be at because she had to be at the other one. And I'm like, so you mean like people are going to ask me questions because mm-hmm. you're not here. She's like, right. well, you have the answers to them. So, yeah, if they answer, you know, just shoot me a message. She was very cavalier about it. She was just like, all right, you'll be fine. And so oh I'm looking God. at the materials and I'm like, I did not show up here to answer anybody's question again i am a cog in the wheels type of person i will go and do this not a let me come do my part of this not run other people's parts of this i don't really care which thing you want to go do how you want to go do it none of that (laughs) is a a project manager um yeah that wasn't a thing (laughs) that i thought a found myself particularly be qualified for at no point in this massive amount of debt that i've acquired i like what i like did I decide that this was also a skill set that I possessed? That's crazy. So I mean, but you do though, so sure. The thing is, none of that really matters because at the time when I'm looking at this binder of things that I have to show up here, I'm like, what else could I do? How could I work my way out of this? I spent an entire evening in my hotel room, like, how can I uh back this down? Mm-hmm. Right? 
And it was one of those moments where I'm just like, nope, there's not, none of that that I can do. So in this moment, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> we just going to go wow. here. <laughs> We're going to go in here and do whatever it is you can get done in this period of time. And that's what I did. People ask me questions. Surprise. You I had to just, You know, you just got to show up sometimes. And shit will just, it'll, it'll come together or it fucking won't. And, and that got to be your attitude about it. Is it. Yeah. It was when I walked into the building, I was like, well, I'll either have the answer or I won't. It'll either get done or it won't. But I can't be hot, caught up on anything in between because this is just what it is now. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. day is happening. These minutes are passing. Yeah. And it turned out very successfully. It went very well. There were a lot of other things. It was a, definitely a new skill set for me that I now feel like Damn, I have. that's a good-ass attitude to have. It was nice. It, it got done. But, again, the two components is I did everything there was that I knew to do. Mm-hmm. And then I was just, everything after that, I was like, all right, dudes, well, you put me here, so. You did this, so. What you finna do, Jesus? I anticipate you have the rest of yeah this. no please please sir um please sir help me i'm poor please sir help me i'm poor <laughs> so poor and i mean it worked out really really well i was able to it you know it expanded how much i'm able to do at the company now which is nice um my positioning there is good now just solidified in a thing that's not super you know solid all the time like i don't know where any of this lands at the end of qt time but um you know people are still going to need some of this service eventually and it was very nice also it allowed me to be a little less stressed out during um all the uh during all the um you know figuring out of how i'm paying for things yeah uh, it's been okay. Let's say that. What's wrong? Uh, nothing. That's that's it. But that's that's my F. Sorry about that. <laughs> got an emergency. <laughs> Sorry, got an emergency text message. This is you know, black mamas. Yeah, black mama, right? Yeah, my black mama is fine. Okay, black mamas. God bless them. God you keep know? them. God bless. Them. Definitely. Always. Sorry about that, y'all. So my but F is everything get dropped. It's <laughs> similar. Absolutely. My F is similar to yours in title. Mm, okay. Because yours is fuck it. Mm-hmm. And mine is F word. Okay. <laughs> the F word that I used? Uh no. Oh, it's a different F word. It's a different F word. But oh, it is boo. but it is an F word. It it is also profane. Okay. So I can get on board with it. You know, that is why I titled it uh F word. Mm-hmm. My F is for forgiveness. Mm. Right, oh, girl. No. Your face. Your face just oh, made it worse. No. I don't want to do it no more. I, I didn't like, want to do it to begin with. I Not, feel like we're, looking at her, I really don't want to do this. Come on, man. Two weeks in a row. No, it's fine. Um, It's fine because I'm upbeat about it. You okay. know, That's it, good. It, you know, into which, which says a whole lot about forgiveness in and of itself. You know, people think that it's this whole, um, I don't know, damning, depressing thing. And maybe it is to go through it. But once you're on the other side of it, it's nothing to be sad about. It's something to be very cheerful about because you've actually, you know, gone through some bullshit and came out on the other side a little bit better. 
Yeah, I mean, okay. Let me let me reset a little bit. I'm not disappointed in this as a topic, and you are correct. But you know, this is a very uh this is a very broccoli topic. It is. But you know what? So let's okay, let's let's approach it like this. Uh-huh. Let's let's um change out broccoli for Brussels sprouts, which we all grew up hating, right? Correct. Now some of us still hate them. I don't I think you're a fan of Brussels sprouts. Not not a big fan. I don't I don't hate them mm-hmm. because I hate how they were presented to us exactly. as a child. Exactly. So I know that it's like cool now and it had like it's a little It's not glow so up. much that it's cool, it's that it's about the presentation of it. Well that, So when you fucking boiling them in a pot on top of a fucking stove, no, don't nobody wanna eat this bullshit with this little these little hard ass little cabbages with salt so and pepper. Bad. But when you 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 massage them with olive oil That's what I'm saying. and but, create a balsamic vinaigrette, you know, sauce and you put some you if, roast them, it's it's different. If Brussels sprouts were a person, they were the geek in high school that and now they they're learned the trendy how to dress. And yep. yeah, that's who the that went from geek are. to hipster. But again, am I necessarily attracted to hipster? No, but no, I think I'm not either. Do I think the hipster is now more attractive and presentable? Yes, yes exactly. So that's where I'm at with Brussels, and that sprouts. is forgiveness. <laughs> oh, you suckered me. <laughs> I feel robbed. <laughs> I've been duped. And that is forgiveness. It's my least favorite f word because you can't use it angrily. Yep. It has very little shock value, and it requires work. It does. When you part. So much of it. I like literally zero of that. And yet here we are. Ooh. So. Okay, girl. I know. <laughs> I'm I, in it. I'm with it. I'm right. with it. Let's let's do it. Okay. I can't, I can't not match <laughs> your energy. You seem enthused. I'm in, I am. So you know, I and be, I wasn't at first, but I guess I am. Let's get Jesus on this. Real. Let's get on this F train together. <laughs> let's do it. Is that the fucking train or the forgiveness train? Maybe is the answer. <laughs> Maybe fuck it. Let's forgive them. I'm oh, with it. Oh, look shit. at that. Look at that. I like that. <laughs> so I'm one. So usually I'm one of the. Um, most or more forgiving mm-hmm. compassionate people like most people will ever meet like I joke a lot and I talk a lot of shit but I'm also extremely humble and I believe people most people deserve grace um my mama used to say <laughs> I was too forgiving <laughs> and they used to piss her off well, that yeah. I would be forgiving a folk I but, mean I met your mama and you know I get it same. but I never <laughs> let that bother me because the same could be said of Jesus so I'm like okay whatever and I am not obviously Jesus and even I, with all of my ability to forgive, you know, hit a, have, have hit a few walls. Um, for example, forgiving people who may never apologize. Like, that shit is rough. You know, it, and a lot of times we feel like a person has um, done damage and, and broken us some way or maimed us in some way. And not and what makes what adds insult to injury mm-hmm. is the fact that that person won't own the damage that they've done. Yeah. They'll, That's true. They'll carry on with life as if nothing ever happened, nothing was ever said. Mm-hmm. And just to, you know, for, so let me be clear. So F is about to be real anecdotal for me, okay? Oh, Um. Okay. So my example of that would be my father. Okay. My father was very absent. My father is a person who has never, ever, um, not only not done anything, but never expressed remorse for not doing anything. <sighs> Girl. Which which makes it worse. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, okay, not only were you a trash-ass parent, but mm. you don't even feel bad about that. No, he does not. He does not. And mm. you know that. 
I do. Right. <laughs> I am it's working. Okay, babe. Calm down. I'm working very hard <laughs> to like stay in the groove of what you're talking about, but it's I am here yet with uh, that sir. <laughs> so, so while I'm laughing now, you know, there that the laughter has come after you know much work and the fact that God got me to a point where it's like, okay, do you trust me or not? Mm-hmm. Do you trust me to take care of that? Because you can't hold on to that. Right. You have to be able to forgive a person who has never apologized. Mm-hmm. Um, and my father is one of those people who I had to I had to let that go. I couldn't allow that to continue to impact my relationships with men or my relationships in general, you know, men or women, because it impact what it changes is your trust in people. Yeah, that's what it is. Be it male say, or female. That that really doesn't matter. That affects both, it affects everybody and everything. People. Yeah. So I had mm-hmm. to grow to a point where I wasn't allowing that to just run me. And that came from me, you know, coming to a point where I'm like, okay, I guess I really do it. Like you said, fuck it. I got to trust you because there's nothing that I can do I'm about this. Success comes with that. It really does. With that level of release. And the reason, like, I know that we use a lot of vulgarity on here because it's funny to us. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> That's how we talk. And right. That's who we are. Don't get don't get that part twisted. This is not some sort of campaign. Like, well, we're much better people than this. We're not. We're not. Um, but <laughs> what I will say is, in that in that regard, in both what you're talking about and on mine, in in that moment, the reason to use it and say it with that level of fervor is because you really have to um to I use it as a form to actually like release it from you yeah. like it's not just like a oh it's okay no fuck it yeah like for real yeah like just that is it it's gone from because you. It's no not matter something you're going to hang on how to. you feel about it whether you okay with it angry about it happy about it yep. uh resigned about it yeah. you know whatever fuck it is more or less about moving on than staying in those feelings correct so, you know, I had to get to a point where I'm like, this motherfucker might check up out of here one day, mm-hmm. having never made amends with his five children mm-hmm. who he burned. Mm-hmm. But that has nothing to do with me. Nope. And I can't hold on to that. And I can't uh, I can't carry that with me. Yeah. I got to I got to drop that baggage off because that shit don't belong to me. Mm-hmm. Um, forgiving people who you feel have not reaped any bullshit once they burned you is also extremely difficult that's very hard for me i do know that that is that's a yeah that, that is, is a, a challenge that is a yes yes it is it is it is, a, it is a very real challenge because i'm like okay lord well if you reap what you sow, because I'm, I'm pretty black and white i'm like well lord if if you reap what you sow right and this person sold all this bullshit and did all this thing to me did all these things to me how is it that these motherfuckers seem like they out here flourishing that really fucking you bothers know me the key word to that what that i what? always give you what the key in what you just said is seems yeah like. oh, oh i know so <laughs> so you know again anecdotal mm-hmm. so um a person that i i love very very much mm-hmm. the 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 part of this that is relevant we had not talked in a while and um I did some shit I ain't had no business doing. <laughs> Let me start there. Because th- there is also accountability in some of the, the feelings that we end up experiencing. Mm-hmm. When you step into some shit that ain't, you ain't supposed to be in, then you kind of own the responsibility of, of experiencing those uh, very maddening or um, mm-hmm. emotive feelings as a, mm-hmm. as a result of you doing some shit you had no business doing. Right. So... Me being me, my Virgo got the best of me. And I, I was like, you know, thinking about him or, the, or whatever. And I looked up, um, I looked him up on like whitepages.com. 
So oh. I get on white pages and I'm typing his information I in and everything. Story, you y'all. do know this story. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> you do know this story. And so oh, I typed no. all his shit in or whatever. <laughs> Matter of fact, no, that's not what happened. Let me tell you how the devil come for you. That's actually not what happened. I forgot a part. So actually a week prior, mm-hmm. I got a random email uh-huh. from whitepages.com that said, hey, here's some updated information on such and such. Yikes. And I had moved on. I was like, like, I'm not clicking on that. I'm straight, I'm straight, I'm straight. Do y'all know the devil ate at me for a week and was like, girl, go check it. Go check it. Go check it. You good? You good? Yep. You know, a week later, I found myself checking that shit on the weekend. And I'm kid free on the weekend. So checked it on the weekend. And I saw that there was an update to an address. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I typed the, the new address into Google and I saw this, you know, nice, you know, large home and everything. And I'm like, I know this motherfucker is not living in this new ass house. Do y'all know I drove my ass about an hour away to go see for myself? This shit is crazy. Do not do this. But I'm telling you this for a reason. FYI. And so I drove all the way out there and I, and I saw the house <laughs> and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And then the result was not, you know, me wanting to burn his home down or anything like that. The result was me being pissed off at Jesus because okay. I felt like you fucked me over. He going to do what he going to do. Right. But you and I have a have a continuous re- daily relationship. Uh-huh. And if you out here blessing all the trap niggas, why am I trying to live my life for you? Wow. You that's, know. How I, that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was a really, really bad. I'll say this. It was a really bad 24 hours, which says a lot about me because my turnaround time has gotten significantly better. Hey, pause right here. Let me. <laughs> we did this last time, so we're going to do this again. <laughs> As a person that's been with this bitch right here for a very fucking long ass time, this is gross. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. I do not care. There might be people that disagree, but a 24-hour turnaround time is something that is of dreams. You know how, and I'll, I'll say this in terms of, you know, I know the parents will probably relate to this. You know how you've been trying to potty train this fucking child? <laughs> For you don't know how long they keep pissing and shitting all over everything. And the first time they go to the bathroom by their by their goddamn self. Okay? That's the level of proud I am of a 24-hour. the first hour. time they're able to sleep in their underwear through the night. Through the whole night? <laughs> with no accident? I don't care. I don't care if this changes next week. The fact that in this moment, it took 24 hours. We are going to just fully celebrate. I don't give a fuck if this was for nobody listening. <laughs> this is for me right now and celebratory. My wife is hilarious. Congratulations. <laughs> fucking late. But she's not wrong. It would take me months and years. months and years, years right? Years. To go, okay, I'm gonna fuck with God again. I'm gonna fuck with Jesus again. Because I would be pissed off and I would be p- so pissed off at God that I would allow whatever situation had occurred that I misinterpreted to delay to to separate and distance us from one another. Mm. This was a twenty four hour occurrence. Praise and him. During this 24 Don't nobody hour, ever tell me my Jesus is not real. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. During this 24 hour period of just immense like frustration, tears, anger, everything, um, I talked to a friend of mine, and it's crazy. We we're talking about uh, moments. People are here for moments. You know, last episode, and this was a summer nigga. This was not even a nigga who was supposed to mean anything, right? This was just a seasonal nigga. Continues and to be. There was not like right. a resurgence no. or anything where this was wrong. No, and, he. But I was so upset that I called him, and he, I'm just crying. And he's like, "What's wrong?" 
And I told him the truth. I told him everything I had done and everything that happened and how I felt about it. And he said something to me that I will never fucking forget. He told me, you don't get a front row seat to someone else's pain. And you need to stop waiting on that in order for you to move on. And I, that shit just kind of hit me like a, a sack of bricks. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, are you right? I have been waiting and waiting and waiting to see this motherfucker hurt, to see this motherfucker lose, to see this, to see that. And I don't get I don't I don't get that. Yes. And nobody gets that, nor should you want that. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't want to see anybody else lose. Mm-hmm. What you should do is take your fucking frustrations and, and the reasons you pissed off and hurt to Jesus and let him work that shit out. The other side of that, though, is that. We assume we know what a person is dealing with based on what we see. Mm. Me seeing this person's house has nothing to do with how they felt about their life, themselves, that house, whatever. I don't know this, the, the mind state of that man. I don't know the emotional state, the spiritual state or whatever. I know nothing yeah. other than what I've constructed because I am absent of facts. And we get so caught up. We develop we we develop unreal emotions based off things we have created, mm-hmm. and that is what I had to learn from that. And so, it led me to a place where I'm like, okay, you know. So we've all heard that forgiveness is not for the forgiven; it's for the forgiver, right? We've all we've all heard that, like, oh yeah, you should let it go because you know you should forgive a person for hurting you or whatever they've done to you because it's not about them it's about you and it's about you know your release and your freedom from being bound to your past and allowing you know yourself to forgive and move on and all of that is true it's yeah. not that it's not true that is correct true. i was gonna say that's that's it's accurate. very true it is very accurate it mm-hmm. is for you but what we often overlook is that the is <laughs> what we overlook is the seed Mm. The seed of forgiveness that we are planting Mm. and what happens when you plant seeds of forgiveness. So, for example, I love absolutely love wildflowers. Now, maybe because I am one. I am a wildflower. I don't know. But when I (laughs) while I purchase, you know, marigolds and impatience and everything else, I also always get a pack of wildflowers. Because I like the fact that it's a surprise. I like never knowing what's going to spring up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some, but because it's always beautiful, and it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's yellow or pink or orange or purple or whatever. Like sometimes it's white, sometimes it's not. It, it's it's different every season. Mm-hmm. But it all came from planting this one pack of seeds. And so when you plant forgiveness, it's the same thing. You not only reap forgiveness, but you reap grace and mercy and peace and kindness and gentleness and favor. Mm-hmm. And, and we think of it as only one, you know, a one a one on one kind of situation. Well, I guess, mm-hmm. sure, you know, if you're the forgiver, you know, and it, it's for you, it's not for the forgiven. That's all we think. Yeah. We don't think like, dang, if I forgive this person, what is all of the abundance that I'm going to reap? Mm-hmm. How the, many great things are going to come? Are the other things that um, what are all the other things that become unlocked because this is not taking exactly. up space? Exactly. You fucking and level thing, up. And this is and this is a thing like on whatever level and wherever you are with it, because um, holding unforgiveness whether you acknowledge it or not it has been proven along with things like stressors and everything else it's been proven to although it's a mental uh, mindset or a thing that is going on mentally that it has physical uh, manifestations of it right you holding these things on you being under certain level of stressors and all that sort of things it can manifest itself however different uh, in a, a myriad of different ways right when you let that sort of thing go it does 
it does the same like it, it releases it not just as physical energy in your body that you're holding on just it could just be a simple way that you tense up every time this person's name is mentioned that right. you don't even feel dog it's a song by uh janae what's her name janae aiko mm -hmm. and she has a song called triggered mm. and it's one of the most oh girl yeah <laughs> Exactly. I, I have never heard a song that I related to every single word, mm -hmm. verse, everything. Yeah, and the the benefit with with forgiveness in particular when you let that thing go, because the thing where it's different than like general stress, yes. you can't control all the things that may cause you some level of stress. Mm -hmm. Like even a person who you can't works control really the hard. things that hurt you. Yeah. You you can't control being hurt by a thing, being anxious about a mm -hmm. thing. You can do things to subvert it once it happens, but to control it, the onslaught of it is something that you can't really do. Forgiveness is one of these things that um gets that blocks you up physically mm -hmm. and mentally and you wonder why you can't shit. Right. You can't do a whole like, bunch literally of shit. Yeah. You wondering why you you can't fucking shit. This is the thing is it's something that you have enough control over right. to move into other can't spaces. Shit, can't sleep. Can't sleep. Like appetite the level up. of cascading things that can happen to you by simply not sleeping mm -hmm. enough. It's so we gonna move on. It's so high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you don't want to stay here about you not <laughs> sleeping. More questions I ain't asked. Y'all, I could give you a list of questions I ain't asked. Girl, my sleep is so messed during, up during this quarantine. During quarantine. Oh, well, everybody's sleep is all it's over the so place. off. It's weird. It does weird things. It but, is so freaking off. But. Please, if you can try to make it make more sense or yeah, at least I'm make trying. it at least try to get to the number of hours. I know hours and time don't make any sense anymore, but try just days, as a side dates, note, days, months. dates, shit don't make sense no more. I get that. But try to make the number of hours that you spend in a mm -hmm. restful state mm -hmm. as try to maximize which is, that which is my goal yeah as much as you not can. even the time anymore but just the yeah, number just, of consecutive hours just try to do that as much yeah. as you can like it should be at night because your body is set up for to be recharging at right. night that's how it's set up but the closer to that that you can get in this ridiculous yeah. time frame that we live in which, we're in quarantine right which is honestly if I get another corporate email I prefer for it to say we're in a ridiculous time motherfuckers like say that <laughs> say that that'd be yes, better that. but um the more you can do that, it boosts your immune system and it makes you feel you know better. What? I like that phrase. Yeah. It applies to what I'm talking about. Yeah. We in a ridiculous time, motherfuckers. We are. That is exactly, but you know what? That's how forgiveness feels. Yeah. It feels very ridiculous. Oh, it feels very crazy. uncertain. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that. Like, and, and then, and so let me say this the reward is greater than the work. And it may not seem like that when you're doing a planting, you know, and it shouldn't because that work, that pain, the labor, it draws you closer to God. But if you focus on the promises and not the pain, if you think on the things that are good, you'll find it a little bit easier to let go. Yeah. But I like that. Yeah. It's a ridiculous. It, it, that is exactly it's a, how it's I It's a felt. ridiculous time to be in because everything else in you says this is not right everything else in your and logic you knew, in girl, your brain and you know me like, you saying trigger word yeah i know like you know <laughs> that you feel like it's not right because a lot of times it ain't right and the reason you harboring the unforgiveness let's keep it a thousand are is real shit yeah think about the number of times that you don't forgive a person over some shit that is wrong like not because they didn't call you back or you know some some yeah. frivolous bullshit yeah. but real substantial shit 
And even in the frivolous things that you that people, it's very rare that people are. Well, I won't say very rare because I don't know how people there. There's probably plenty of people that hold on to frivolous levels of petty. Oh, for but sure. As you hopefully try to grow and mature, it becomes less. But the things that it that the petty stuff is lessened. Yeah. But the the thing the thing about that is just because you have less quantity Mm -hmm. of things that Mm -hmm. you are not forgiving it doesn't mean the quality of your unforgiveness Mm -hmm. is not great and massive because it can be just one thing it can can just be the one thing you'd be like well i'm you know i'm very forgiving person like you know i let people cut me off in traffic Mm -hmm. and i don't get upset and let people do whatever this bitch took the last toilet paper in front of me it's fine i didn't gouge not a single Mm -hmm. soul (laughs) you know i didn't do anything i walked right out of there Mm -hmm. and was fine but when's the last time you talked to that person that wronged you Mm -hmm. and even if you didn't talk to them or whatever does that person's name still invoke a level of disdain and discomfort in your spirit thank you love Mm -hmm. so the love of my whole last life (laughs) Uh (laughs) broke my heart Mm -hmm. in ways that really are um unspeakable and not only was my heart broken, but I felt like I was broken. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I was in fucking shambles. Yes. And it's funny now, but it was certainly not funny then. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's funny now because, again, I'm on the other side of it. So the fact that I'm even laughing about this, I want y'all to take note because that's nothing but the goodness and grace of God. This is why I say she'd be lying about her future self all the time. Whatever. Because you couldn't have told her this at all. No, and hell I'm no. Like, I wouldn't have been laughing at my no, baby. No. And I told you, it'll be let me fine. Say, let me say. the time I said this, is she going don't get mad at me because I'm right. <laughs> Why? Because I know we both serve the same load. Let me say this. And, and if you and if you purchase the book Girl Get Over, which is the book that I've written and it includes some of this, you'll learn like not only was it very far from funny, but I mean, you I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. Every day kind of was just I was in a haze for a long time. Um, and it was just a very dark time. It, right. It was <laughs> it was a very dark time of my life. Uh, but then, you know, Jesus moved me through resentment and unforgiveness. And I don't even think I could be a person who could really harbor resentment because I'm not a, a person who harbors unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I could ever resent a man who I love so very, very much. Mm-hmm. But as I really began to unpack those emotions, when we decided we were going to, you know, be silent, I'm like, oh, OK, I do resent your ass. Mm-hmm. And so God was able to move me, though, and work through that resentment and unforgiveness. And I remember looking up one day because I got so tired of hearing Jesus say, you got to forgive him. You got to forgive him. You got to forgive him. And I remember I, I, I did the like, y'all remember, I know what you did last summer because y'all the same age as me. Y'all remember that movie? <laughs> yes. And so we were, remember when the bitch stood outside the car and twirled in a circle? <laughs> like, what do you want, what do you want from me? me? <laughs> That's how I felt. And I did that because I'm a dramatic bitch. And I did just that with Jesus. And I said, well, how do I forgive? Words. Because I was honestly really fucking tired of hearing the Holy Spirit tell me to forgive a nigga that I didn't want to forgive. Because I'm like, Lord, he had done me so dirty. I felt so betrayed, so unloved, so forgotten. And I'm like, I don't want to forgive him. But the Lord was like, well, you know, but you got to. Because I'm trying to take you somewhere. You don't know where I'm taking you. But this is a part of you getting there. And so I'm like, well, fuck it. How do I do this? Mm-hmm. And so he led me to one of my um, a video, of one of my favorite pastors, Jimmy Evans. And he was ta- and in this video, Jimmy Evans was talking about a situation where he had to forgive. And he had just become the senior pastor of the church of Gateway Church. 
And he had a guy in his congregation who really just did not fuck with him. Mm. And not only did he not fuck with him, but he was trying to turn other parishioners against him. And so he told a classic church. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so he told a joke one day of like, we were one dead person. We were one funeral away from a revival. Talking about this nigga dying. If this one nigga would die, we would be fine. Oh, no. And so he said that and he said, and I would beg God to just kill him. Just take him. Oh, jeez. And he was like, I hated this man. He's white man in it, right? Yes, he's a white man, and I love <laughs> and I love him because I mean, don't get me wrong, so very alike. I I can also believe that because I know who you are on the inside, love. Like that's really who you are. And he just hated this man, and so he said, um, he said, so he said one day to God, like you know, just remove him, just take him away, blah blah blah. And and he said the Lord told him, well, why don't you forgive him? And he was like, I don't know how to forgive him. What am I supposed to do to forgive him? And he said it was at that moment that God kind of like transported his mind, and at that time he saw. The, the man that he despised, mm-hmm. but as a little boy mm-hmm. sitting in a field in some like, you know, acreage on some farmland sitting in a field okay by himself. And the little boy didn't say anything or do anything or, 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 or anything like that. He said, but he felt every emotion that the little boy felt. And he felt terrified. He felt scared. He felt traumatized. He felt abandoned. He felt neglected. He felt all these different things. He felt mm-hmm. upset and angry. And he said it was in that moment that God said to him, you see him as a man, but I see him as my son. And I see him as that little boy whose full story I'm aware of, even if you are not. Yeah. Yeah. And he said he just broke down into tears. Yeah. Because he was able to experience a level of compassion for this man mm-hmm. that he had never had before. A man who he believed was wronging him, had, was was presently doing him dirty. But he was able to see him as God saw him. Yep. And so I, I watched that and I cried like a fucking baby. I bawled. Mm-hmm. Because not only was I unable to see all the ways that this man that I absolutely loved was hurt and was broken, but... I'd allow my own timeline and expectations to cause me to hate a person I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. So not only um, was I able to forgive him, but I was able to begin forgetting. Yeah. Because we live in the natural. And so it's easier actually to forgive than forget. Mm -hmm. For as difficult as it is to even forgive, it's even harder to forget. Mm -hmm. Because this is not eternal sunshine of a spotless mind. You're not MIB in your, your memory. Right. You know, so you still have to live with the things and the, the, those memories. And the enemy, will, the devil will do that. He'll you drive past some shit and, and he'll be like, remember when the nigga fucked you right oh there? My God. Remember when the nigga lied to you right there? You know what I mean? Or <sighs> remember when she plays you for your nigga right there? Like he'll bring up shit to trigger you, to piss you off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm so just going to I'm just going to church point on that one. Yes. Sure. Will. You know, he'll bring up the things that well, he knows will infuriate you. Mm-hmm. And every time you have to slap his ass with some scripture and with what God told you personally. Yeah. You have to tell the devil to flee. And with but with the things that God told you, like, for example, for me, he'd be like, but that ain't going to play out how you think it's going to play out. That ain't the person that you think it's going to be like. It's a bunch of things that he has told me that I have to tell the devil so he'll get away from me. Yeah, you do. And so now not only did I forgive that person, but I pray for him. I pray for his family and whatever else God puts on my puts on my heart, you know, to say from time to time Man, tell because me I love it. him and because he was broken. Mm-hmm. And because I pray that he finds his way back to God. And so being being a believer, being a person who literally, you know, walks his walk, 
And I'll get this caveat every time because I know y'all be like, what? Y'all were literally talking about dick on another episode. We Jesus. do both. <laughs> Jesus know me. Okay, for reality. We we both. Get you, like they say, get you both. We both. I mean, I'm both. And, for, and that's just for right now. Yes. I don't know. Maybe there will be a day where I will be the the church mama who just I don't says even nice things. To that. I don't either. I don't. <laughs> see it in the stars I'm me. a real bitch and this is my real life and this is my real walk this is and I'm just thing. sharing shit with you you can turn it off you can ignore you can it do you can forget you it you can but do whatever you want to do with it if you think Jesus is only reaching people by them going to church you dead ass wrong yeah okay Honestly, Quiet Kev probably the only reason we got this show. We mm-hmm. be all here talking about dicks, mm-hmm. so Jesus can just slip a little bit of broccoli in here <laughs> on your asses. Okay, we look, discuss look Brussels sprouts. Here's a, here's Let me dress these up for you, baby. Here, let's here, put a bunch this. of. Listen, our show the way we we envision it is the cheese whiz yeah, to Jesus for sure. broccoli. Yeah, for sure. Today a broccoli episode. I done told y'all niggas. Yeah, <laughs> get in on it. But let the things that hurt you and stagnated you, um, let them go. Yeah, let them go. Pray about them and move on. It's the pain and the having been dragged mm-hmm. that brings you closer to God. Pain produces partnership, and partnership produces promise. Yep. And honestly, every single, um, like anything that you try to do, nobody is saying you're gonna wake up one day and be like, you know what, forgiven. That's not it. Nah, it's a process. But like everything else, if you actually ask for the help to do it, you can get to that place mm-hmm. where every thought that you have about that thing or that person or that situation or whatever the fuck it is, every time you have the thought, all of a sudden you can have another thought. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm not I'm not going to be upset about that today. And, and just sh- one day at a time it. And shameless plug, if you like to know what the nigga did, purchase girl, get over it. Oh, yeah. She got all the great details in that bitch. There's so. a whole lot of things. Um, but again, you know, there, there's nothing to be upset about that, you know, that person. First of all, there's accountability in every bad thing that fucking happens. Damn near. Not everything. You've been raped, molested. That is not your fault. No. But you, you know, enter a relationship when it ain't necessarily for you or for that time, then there's some accountability, you know, on yeah. you for that. Um, and so that's a person, you know, in a situation that I've forgiven, that is a person that I absolutely love, that I want the best for, mm-hmm. that I hope grows into a person that I see um, or that God wants him to be, you know, in terms of my daddy. that That's also a person that I forgive. That's not something that I'm holding on to. Now, she's speaking first. So I have to say I'm this. I'm still working on it with her daddy. <laughs> I have to say this. <laughs> Forgiving a person does not mean inserting yourself into or reinserting yourself into toxic, toxic situations. Absolutely not. You can forgive a person, let that shit go, grow, not let the, the things of the past um, impact your future. But mm-hmm. you do not have to engage with people that you know have not changed. Mm-hmm. And are completely toxic. Yep. Leave them in separate spaces while you also forgive them. You can do those simultaneously. For for myself, the way that I go about this, because I like to have like some sort of practical sort of way to gauge it, because so much of things, especially spiritual things, are hard to do to concretely put together especially Mm -hmm. the longer and it becomes even more difficult the more that i do it because the less i think about it when it's it's happening so um when we're talking about stuff like this i think about like okay when the last time i really tried to forgive a person that i otherwise would not have for forgiven for who they who they are what they did or whatever um how did i know 
how did I even know that the work that I've been doing to try to do that was even working? And a good litmus test that I found for myself is if this, if it's a person, if it's a thing or a situation that happened, um, then that's a little bit different. But if it's a person that, um, that you're having this with, the way that I can tell that I'm at least processing better is uh, paying attention and being aware of what my reaction is when somebody else out of context brings that person up, you know, mm-hmm, not, mm-hmm. not in a conversation where we're rehashing what just happened. Cause anytime you rehash the stuff that occurred, right. Then you're going to put yourself back in back that, in that space. situation. Yeah. So you can't really judge it from that. But like, if it's a person, especially now I have friends that I haven't been friends with for so long that most of the people that I've engaged, they at least, in some one one way or another know this person or know about it. If this person randomly was brought up in conversation, what is my internal response to it? But you know what? I want to go back to what you said Mm -hmm. um, last episode and I can't quote it verbatim, Mm -hmm. but basically it's a paraphrase. Let the period be the period. Right. And I like the fact that you said that you, that you honestly said to, bring up a thing is also to place yourself back in those emotions. Yep. And and again, you know, and for me, because you know me. I know you. So certain we things will. are very triggering in terms of that specific situation. Mm-hmm. And I'll see things and I'll be like, just motherfucking, <laughs> you know, X, exactly. Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord will say, but, I, but you don't know what I'll do. Right. But I'm bigger than that thing that happened. Yeah. But I have this life set up for you. Right. And so it's like you gotta you, you gotta create a cutoff point. Yes. Of how pissed and angry you're gonna be. Right. And how long you're gonna allow yourself to stay in that place. And that's the thing you can use when you start to do this, especially if you're a person who has not tried to do this before, consciously, conscious effort towards it, is that's how you can tell if you that's how you can tell where the goalpost is. Yeah, for sure. So, like, if you, with this person's name casually coming up in conversation, if you still feel the same level of resentment or anger or frustration mm-hmm. with the mention of this person or entity mm-hmm. that you did way back when it happened, then you haven't gotten to the place that mm-hmm. you need to be. Nope. You know, and if you feel less but not completely, like if you're still a little triggered, but mm-hmm. you you aren't the same way you were, then you need to recognize that as growth. And you're still a little triggered, yeah. But Jesus will tell you to pray for a nigga. Yeah, and you pray for it exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> if you're still a little triggered, but you will still pray for this yes. person now, then mm-hmm. you need to recognize that as the progress because there's not a lot of tangible things when you're working with things like forgiveness and expectations and all these things that don't have concrete elements. And me, I'm a science person, and it's very hard sometimes to integrate the two let me tell you something Janae in that song said I might catch a case in this bitch don't let me see you face to face in this bitch and I felt that in my soul in a way I can't even fucking put into words exactly but now that has changed and and again if you listen to that song and that song feels differently than it did when you were first listening to it then that's how you can know that a change has happened that's how you can tell because honestly, are, if I saw that person face to direction. face, I probably would be like, "I because I'm still me, mm-hmm. and I'm I still, you know, am cheeky or whatever." So I'd probably be like, "Nigga, what the fuck do you want?" Like, but it wouldn't be on some, "Oh my god, rah rah exactly. shit, I gotta shoot you, I gotta fight you." Like, it's not even that. It's like, what up? What, and, what can I do for you? How can I help you? And that's what you want. Nobody is saying you're going to be 100 percent perfect. Nobody is saying if you really do see this nigga who like murdered your whole family in the street. Nobody is saying that you have to be like, 
oh, come here, brethren, shake nah, my hand. Hell nah. Nobody is saying mm-hmm. that level of things or somebody did just the absolute worst thing, whatever those terrible things is. Nobody is saying that. But the goal is to simply try to be better than you were the day yeah, before. for sure. And that is the only way you, you have to start somewhere. And you may never get to that point, but the, the goal is to be in a better space than you were um, because it ultimately, even if you only make just... 50% improvement yeah. and that's it and you just stay at 50% that's still and, 50% better than where you were and the only way to get to that point is by allowing God to lead you yeah. forgiveness is extremely hard to try to even do by strategize yourself. on your own and I'm mm-hmm. a person who is nothing but analytical nothing but strategic I plan for a living and so for me to not for me to be absent a plan I spent I spent months just trying to figure out how to even forgive like what are the steps to this yeah because I didn't really ever go to God and be like yo how do I do this I know you keep telling me to do this but how do I do time it? y'all I didn't ask the question <laughs> it is a ridiculous time you gotta so ask the question when right? I asked the fucking question is when I was led to the video and the video for some people wouldn't have meant shit mm-hmm. but the video for me meant everything and that's the beauty of it is that he'll give you what you need yeah in order to do a thing for me absolutely i'm all about words and so for him to say it say it the way that he said it and for me to know that i love that person the way i love them really hit me differently Mm -hmm. and i was able to like kind of drop that draping of of anger Mm -hmm. and really see a motherfucker for who they were yeah and be like you know what you right you were a broken motherfucker correct thank you for not giving me a broken you Mm -hmm. i also love you very much so there's that oh look at you That is my my final finale of of growth. Yikes! You go live with that now, cause I'm done, Tina D. <laughs> hey y'all, let me tell you, we ain't doing none of this shit next week. <laughs> Come back for the bullshit. Come on. If back. you manage to like, we thank you for staying every episode. But if you really manage to like thug it out for both E and F. I don't know which was worse, E or F. It probably depends on who you are. Uh, it depends on which thing you were supposed to hear. That's right, what it depends right, on. Right, 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 right. Because it could be both. It could be both. It's true. <laughs> if you were able to like, because normally Tina D thanks you. I'm going to thank you today. Aww. Like, thank you for staying. Thank you for listening. Because this shit is some bullshit. Yeah, we and don't. I don't be wanting to come here. And t- I want to come talk about dicks. If you've ever heard me talk, you know what I want to talk about. And we haven't had any in the studio no. at all. And y- and it's y- a know crazy I'm, time. And y'all know I'm on, my, on a dick spit so all i want to talk about is fucking <laughs> so the fact that i can't a matter of fact i wanted my f to be fucking oh damn right so the fact we that i did not done talk that. about that and i talked about forgiveness thank y'all for like sticking it out with me i felt very supported now more than ever we're all now in this more together. than ever thanks guys <laughs> i i would not disappoint for g please come back <laughs> All right, it's time for life hacks. Life hacks, because y'all still ain't voted what on you these got? polls. Tina Andromeda. So the the trials will be back when we have a verdict. And we yes. Don't. Oh yes. Court so, is, has been uh suspended. Yes. Just like the thirty sixth district. Yes. Docket just filling up. Right. Because y'all won't go and place a verdict. This hung jury we just got. Trash. Come I would, on, y'all. I'd like a hung jury. Anyway, Sorry. it's time for life hacks. I'm going first Please because do. this nigga needs a minute. So I, I do. <laughs> so my life hack, um, y'all may know it, you may not, but I found this very helpful. Um, so I went on to a YouTube university page. Uh, this one is goes by the name of Stovetop Kisses. Is a um, 
a southern black woman who can cook her ass off she also has cookbooks so if you're interested what's her name for the cookbooks i don't know what the, i know everything is the tag is still you know i'm a sucker for a good cookbook i know I technically had I've known about her for a year and a half because I hadn't decided if I was going to buy you one of her cookbooks, but I needed a life hack. So all to hell it went. Okay, so we'll post. I'll look that up um, and post her cookbook. Yeah, but um, her she goes by Stovetop Kisses on YouTube. Stovetop is two words for everybody who likes the stuffing. Um, <laughs> but she is a very Southern black woman who makes all types of delicious shit. I had decided and stumbled upon her video because I was looking to figure out how to make a caramel cake years ago for this person that I love who loves it. And I don't really bake. Um, I do. Anyway. So I was on YouTube trying to to figure this out. But this particular thing that she did. So for the caramel sauce, most every video I found had some very complicated burning of sugar in a double boiler to make the caramel Mm -hmm. sauce. Right. That's Mm -hmm. how you make it. Mm hmm. She was the winner because that's not what she had me mm-hmm. do. What did she do? So what she did is she you take um canned sweetened condensed milk. And so for one cake, it was a four layer cake. So for one cake, you needed four cans. Okay. Um, You put them in your crock pot. You cover them in water and you put the crock pot on low for eight hours. Okay. Okay. Take the labels off because the labels are going to, you know, disintegrate in the water. Right. Okay. When you take the can out and take the lid off, once it cools, you have just caramel sauce in a can. I'm not bullshitting you. I did this myself. This is one of the few life hacks I actually did. You know, I actually do a lot. uh, I know you like instructions and all that. I just be I just be making shit up. I actually did this. This is what the quarantine has done to me, y'all. I'm doing the life Why don't hacks you now. go? You should, like, make videos and post them to the page of you doing life hacks. That is what you should do. You should go through some of our life hacks oh, and just shit. post the videos you of know, you doing the life hacks. Bitch, you know a lot of our life hacks is bullshit, right? I know. <laughs> I'm not trying to have everybody out us as the frogs, maybe. But no, so this one actually worked. There is nothing else to do to make the caramel sauce. You can okay. make it ahead of time. Let's say you just do, like, however many you can fit in your your crock pot you put them all in there you want to cover them in water because they should be in like a hot water bath for right. it. Mm-hmm. um so you want to make sure it comes all the way to the top but they short cans they fit in every single crock pot there is mm-hmm. you can make them and you can store them and use them later because all you have to do is then heat it up um just warm it up take it out the can and warm it up if you're using it that's later. beautiful that's yeah. beautiful i'm gonna check her out but yeah she's i need to know how she, to make a she is great she is very much from the south she does she have a yellow cake with chocolate icing i'm sure she does she had a hennessy pineapple never upside mind. i don't even know why i said that oh i never, do never mind she needs because <laughs> she's she is a future age liar anywho anyway um oh she God. also made go. <laughs> she also made a hennessy pineapple upside down bun cake oh we should stay she oh, did she did oh, with bitch. Now. that just came out recently too that's our she most she made recent. a what a hennessy pineapple upside down i've been wanting to find a good cake. pineapple upside Girl, down cake for forever and she made a hennessy one Girl, yes. I saw a video the other she day. She said, and it's Hennessy because that's what she had at her house during the quarantine. She said, you can put whatever brown liquor in there you want. I saw a video the other day. This is not just a video. It was one of my Facebook friends who I know in real life. Her mm-hmm. name is Brandy. Brandy um, made, she said, the story she told was that she met an older black woman in the grocery store when she was looking for sweet potatoes. And okay. the older black woman told her to, when she started cooking her sweet potatoes, to use a whiskey. 
Oh, wow. And poured into her sweet potatoes. So the video was a brandy dumbass pouring a bottle of fucking whiskey Shut into the up. sweet potatoes. And that she said that shit was the best shit she had ever had. And it looked amazing. Really? So hearing a Hennessy pineapple upside down cake sounds it came Absolutely out delicious. so gorgeous. And she goes through it now, if, especially if you're a person who bakes. So, like, I went And I'm a person her, who bakes. I love this. I went through her video with my mama. How do, I, how and do you I'm find glad, her? She's on YouTube. It's just Stovetop Kisses on YouTube. Okay. That's her YouTube channel. Um, I'm glad I had my mother, who also bakes, look at the video with me. Because there's, like, anybody who really bakes, any of the mamas and the aunties that really bake, you got to watch and watch what she's doing. I ain't no mama or auntie, but I mean, or you, I'm both with with the beaties. Also, I'm a mama and auntie. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta watch her video because she, my mom pointed out a ton of stuff that she actually is doing or should be doing mm-hmm. or whatever, um, and made sure I did that while I was making my mm-hmm, cake. Mm-hmm. But if you're a person who bakes and, a, and I'm I'm sure then you in know actual, what you should be doing. Yeah, like if if it, if a recipe calls for butter and you need to take it out so that it can soften. Well, she tells while you, you doing other it. shit. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, she tells. I you was like, gonna say you can. Th- don't get me wrong. You can get it all. So done. then, what was she doing that you but felt like, like you should have been doing? So like, it's just like tips and tricks. Like she said, you can use like Baker Joy on the pan. Oh, replace like substitution. Yeah, like oh, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. All I love that sort of stuff. But um, she she's like, you know, just get you some Baker Joy, right, especially for babies. But yeah, but if you are doing stuff like or sauce instead of sugars and shit like that like Those it's a lot of, of different shortcuts and um her cookbooks i hear are very good i haven't looked at them what's um, the, you know her real what the fuck is her real i don't need a real name i need a real name for cookbooks it's her link is in the video that's why you go to don't the ever come page. back here what is your name <laughs> <laughs> tina wow. andromeda don't you ever bring your black ass back here all right well without full info I'm just saying, go to YouTube. You can't be like, she got these dope-ass cookbooks and we don't know what the fuck they call. How to find them. to the cookbooks in the page. I'm trying Maybe to Maybe I don't want to go to her page because I'm going to go down the rabbit hole and I'm trying to avoid that and I I'm just want the cookbooks. I'm trying to give her the traffic that she deserves. Well, okay? she don't get the money she deserves if I buy her cookbook. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't know how much traffic you can generate. You need to go down her rabbit hole and I watch don't. all her videos. No, no, I will do that shit for hours like just like the rest of y'all and, and I got other shit I need to be doing increase even her in quarantine. Increase her AdSense. Fuck, bitch. It's my turn. <laughs> oh, Sure. Your life hack was 17 minutes long. My life hack was good, y'all. It was real and it was everything. Okay, that here's my life you hack. Asked for. I'm going to read it verbatim, okay? Okay, I'm going to try to figure out where her uh ladies cookbook is. Start washing your hair with cool water. It keeps your hair moist. Start saving your side nigga number under your main nigga number name. He's not going to check his own messages. After you wash your hair, let it air dry to avoid <laughs> heat damage. There's my life hack. <laughs> you bitches have been hacked. There you go. <laughs> Why you look so disappointed? Her website is stovetopkisses.com. <laughs> That's where you can go to get something helpful. I mean, not that your shit wasn't helpful, because I don't know where how everybody is, but maybe now in quarantine ain't the time to play these sorts of games, y'all. You can't get away. Know, like so, but if to. you are, but niggas be risky though. So if you gonna still do some fuck shit, you know, just say that nigga name under your main nigga name because he ain't gonna check his own text messages. All 
right, let's end I this shit. I just feel you got to be real careful with that because I got places nigga, to be. A let's nigga go. like myself would be done for. I got to pick up my child. All right, we got to get out of here, y'all. So here, listen up, y'all. We gonna do this one <laughs> together, okay? I'm said thing, you said thing. You know what it is, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Episode brought to you by letter. Which one? F. F. All right. Okay, letter brought to you. That's that. It's F. Come to the Nacho Cart. That's Facebook. Okay, we on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. All right, go there, rate us five stars, five stars only. We don't want nothing else. Okay, shares with your mom and your dog, everybody else. And until next week, eat some tacos, rub some titties, and we'll see you next week. All right, you are listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.